Yo, what up? Welcome to the Wordplay Cafe podcast. I am your host, part one, Tomas J. Stanton. I am your host, part two, Jennifer M. Gastelum. What does the M stand for? Massive. (laughs) Jen, massive Gastelum. Why is it that, is it, I don't know how to word this, so I think I'm just going to say it from my heart, but. Why is it that they're just certain words that have certain connotations <laughs> that they don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why does the word massive, because it could, it just means extremely large. Muscles. Muscles, massive muscles, massive brains, money in the bank. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the first thing that I think of is explicitly like is that something wrong with me or does your brain work that way it does but not with massive okay i don't know but maybe that's because i've been telling people that my middle name is massive for a very long time now and if that like instantly came to mind i probably wouldn't say that anymore and so thank you for ruining that for me well we yeah you're welcome All right. Hello, world. Um, So uh, first and foremost, we got to give a shout out to our main squeeze, the Mesa Art Center. Um, They make this happen for us. You know, they um, they trust us up until this point and uh, they've invested in a lot of equipment. And so thank you, Mesa Art Center. We appreciate you. Thank you, Mesa Art Center. Um, So today's episode is going to be what Jen and I are going to call T and J's Corner. (laughs) I just made that (laughs) up. I was like, we didn't discuss this, but I mean, I feel it. It's good. T and J's Corner. So TJ's Corner. TJ's Corner corner (laughs) when basically uh, the goal is is to have guests on the podcast to kind of talk to the guest. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast, thank you. First and foremost, we appreciate you. Um, But Every once in a while, Jen and I just want to kind of just talk to each other about the world, um, about what's going on. Uh, we both have beautiful, beautiful children, so we'll probably talk about that. But T- TJ's Corner is basically just our world. And so if you don't like it, then don't tune in to TJ's Corner every, we don't know which week it's going to be in the month yet, but. It'll be pretty regular. Yeah. Also, we'll tell you at the beginning. So if you're like, you know, I'm really not into TJ's Corner, you can just skip over it and go to the next one. Or TJ's Corner. How about this? We're making up a lot on the spot, but that's creativity for you. How about TJ's Corner is always the night after Wordplay Cafe? Ooh, I like that. Because then we can talk about like the, the things that yeah. happened and, you know, so. Yeah. I was going to say, like, our lives are very, like, there's a lot of creativity. Like, it still aligns with the theme, right? Like, the whole point is to talk about, like, origin stories and creatives and artists and like there's definitely something (laughs) there to be said about that (laughs) what are you giggling about nothing um no i agree uh you don't think that no i agree it's once again my brain went somewhere else and i'm just tired of it i'm tired of it i think that have you ever heard of do you believe in uh being hypnotized hypnotose yeah you know what i actually in my undergraduate so my degree with psychology I actually did hypnosis for one of my um, professors we would actually hypnotize people to determine how hypnotizable they were mm-hmm. and they I uh, my name was on a published article about hypnosis Do, does and it pain. work yeah yeah can you hypnotize me like right now I mean no not right now it's like a whole script it's a thing there's a lot more to be talked about there but so it's not like the cliche like look at the clock go back and forth and then not to my knowledge no I mean not that not to say that that doesn't exist as a thing as well but to my understanding there's a lot more involved than just like okay it's stare and focus and now you're hypnotized I would hope so also there's different levels like some people can't be hypnotized and other people can very easily so I imagine the people who are like highly susceptible mm-hmm. are probably more likely to get hypnotized by something like the the clock the watch okay mm-hmm. 
Um, so as you're talking, I had a random thought and I just want to bring it up because I think I was talking to you about this the other day. I heard on a podcast and I haven't verified the source of this information, so I don't know that it's true, but let's just pretend that maybe it is that there is a policy in place at, I think it was Netflix and basically it was uh two employees that were opposite gender so male female could not stare look each other in the eyes for longer than three seconds did i i was was telling you about about that? that and in this moment you know what occurs to me what is how outdated that policy already is because it's like saying that only people of opposite sex can be attracted attracted and commit like any level of sexual harassment right because that's what it's about but that's so that's outdated like that like it's common knowledge now that that's not even a thing right yeah it's also like crazy because the the reason why i brought it up is because like like you're telling me about being hypnotized and we're, we're sitting probably what five feet away from each other and i'm just looking at you like a normal human being should right as you're talking and then I remember that policy for some reason, and then I got real uncomfortable, and I was like, "Holy, <laughs> holy moly, holy moly!" I totally broke the three-second rule. But like, how awkward would that be? That'd be the worst. How productive could you be as like a colleague if you can only look at your fellow colleagues in the eyes for three seconds? I feel like I would wear sunglasses a lot <laughs> <laughs> just to like not have to worry about it because how uncomfortable. Like, yeah, when you're having a conversation, if you're constantly trying to think about the the last time you looked away, then, I mean, you probably would never have face-to-face meetings. <sighs> It'd be so weird. You're right. Wearing sunglasses would probably, like, let's just all be rappers. <laughs> <laughs> that then, like, escalates. Now everyone wears chains. Just <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly everyone's, did you know there's a rap chat? A rap chat? No. It's an app. It's called Rap Chat. Really? Yeah. You like make up raps and you send them to your friends. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh, do you need an app for that? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> can't well, you, you pick you pick like your beat. Yeah. And then like your oh, you Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so you get a beat. Yeah, you get oh, a beat okay. and then you like record it. And I'm yeah. like jigging while I'm doing it. I'm just like moving around. Yeah. But yeah, you like record it to your beat and then you can send it to people. <sighs> Yeah, no, nah, I'm good on that. No, I don't. Nah, I feel I don't like I'm gonna do it. I'll I don't it have too. any aspirations to be a rapper whatsoever. It's not like you're actually gonna get a rap deal out what of if, it. What if? What if you did though? <laughs> like, how? I don't have aspirations, so I'm not gonna participate in that app. I'm not. I one. Well, also, I also don't have time to just rap. And yeah, I don't know. It, being creative. It, it takes a lot. Like I would have to really like I work hard on my craft as a poet, and um, true, you'd probably overthink. I'd, yeah, the crap out of it. That's yeah. part. That's yeah. I, I I remember people always ask like to freestyle. You know, like and and I've always kind of wanted to. I I love watching dancers um, when they go into a cipher and they're just kind of like freestyling and and uh there's a term terminology called catching the ghost and i've always been really jealous of that because i like i want to just be free like just stream of consciousness free but i can't move to save my life um I'm, there's a few uh videos out there on the interwebs that will prove that uh, just you know <laughs> uh, did you catch you caught one of me last night didn't you i didn't i was so sad no? i caught it like at the end so i i think i maybe like the movement was you going back to normal <laughs> oh, and not God. actually like doing right any level of yeah. yes, I was pretty sad. That it's I usually just it. me thrusting my hips. Yeah, pretty much. Which is real, <laughs> real cliche white dude. That's the white in me, uh, just the hip thrust dance. But anyways, so <laughs> as a as a poet, you know that the next best thing is freestyling. The problem is is that um, one, my attention span sucks. So like I can't. If I'm freestyling, it's really difficult for me to stay in that like stream of consciousness. And also, when I was a young lad, we did used to freestyle, my boys and I, on the block. And, uh, you know, back then it was the 90s and, you know, you it was gangster rap. And so we were popping trunks, you know, like I'll pop the trunk and get the Mac 11 and bust you in your face 
with the hollow like yeah all this stuff that a i never did b probably will never do emphasis on probably (laughs) a look most likely will never do but yeah most likely you know um but it's like whenever and i'm almost 40 so like it's still with me though like whenever like the pressure of freestyling it's like i don't want to because i'm probably at some point gonna pop a trunk you're gonna get super hood with it i am and it's (laughs) like i'm even less hood now you know what's in my trunk right now a stroller a baby stroller (laughs) for sure hands down and a boogie board from when we went to san diego oh yeah you're not hood at all no well i feel like you could rap about that that's the nice thing about rap chat (laughs) we are not supported by rap chat just (laughs) rap chat is gonna hear this and be like please don't ever speak of us ever again Mm. we had some rappers last night at wordplay cafe we did yeah i laughed at nine nine. yeah i missed rapping yeah, there was actually a uh, shout out to Rez. So uh, I had seen Rez perform um, at uh, Poetic Soul, which is another open mic here in the Valley. And then um, I saw a clip of her on uh, somebody's Instagram story from last first Friday. And sh- she's dope. Like, she's definitely got some bars. Um, and, it, you know, it's it just it's kind of weird because it just has worked out that way. We also have another uh, gentleman who comes to Wordplay Cafe who's an MC, Maddie Too Nice. Shout oh, out yeah. to Maddie Too Nice. <laughs> Was he there last night? He wasn't there last okay. night. But it's interesting because for some reason, and I don't know if this is just like a rapper thing, but like they always come super late. So like the show is like almost halfway done. And so, of course, if they're going to put their name on the list, they're going to go last. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it just seems to have worked out where we always end with like an MC, which is kind of cool. You know, like, yeah, doesn't mean that you can't be an MC and go earlier in the list. Just, you know, hey, knock, knock. Who's there? Get there on time. Get there on time. (laughs) Who? You rapper. You. What just happened? That was that was awesome. That was a really good joke. Um, <laughs> that is interesting. I'm super sad that I missed that from last night. Yeah. How late did it go? About nine thirty. Okay. Nine thirty. Yeah. Yeah. There I, were still like five people on the list when I had to leave. Yeah, you missed a couple of really good ones. Uh, my homie Jay Tatum got on, uh, came out for the first time and and, and rocked it. No, I got. Uh, I was you saw for Jay. Her, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jay Jay killed it. Um. Yeah. It was a good night. It was a good night. Yeah, what would really you good. think of our features? amazing yeah both of them were amazing um i got both of mercedes books yeah um which i'm super excited about she's really sweet she wrote in them for my girls yeah um i think i'm probably i mean the girls are three and eight and a half months so i think i'm probably gonna have to be selective about which ones i read to them (laughs) at this point (laughs) mercedes is a beast yeah and yeah yeah yeah, for sure i don't know or you could just go all like just like renegade embrace it yeah renegade yeah i mean i don't really edit myself too much around them anyway but you know well i I gotta read through them a little bit but i'm excited i'm excited for them to have that opal was super i showed her the books i was like look what i got for you last night and she was really excited so yeah i totally uh copied copied you actually um because when i bought two of the books as well uh one of each and uh, i had her make them out to my kids too oh yeah yeah (laughs) nice but isn't that kind of cool though like i mean that's like i mean to it no knock on my parents or uh, my mom no knock on my mom uh but like they weren't collecting books for me when i was a baby yeah i, w- I mean now i wish they would have yeah know? that's kind of a cool cool idea yeah you know so yeah mercedes uh killed it ariana killed it uh really really glad we had two really dope features last night yeah, so. and we had tons of people on open mic that seemed like they could be features, which was crazy. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, absolutely, hands down. I mean, that's kind of the beauty of it, mm-hmm. you know. So. I mean, including yours. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> let's, kidding. whoa, so, okay, that's a that's a nice segue because I definitely wanted to get to that. Uh, Jen, my fearless partner in crime, my fearless, fearless partner in creativity, Ayo. Ayo. Uh, wrote and performed her first uh, story poem. It was a poem. It's a it poetic poem. narrative for sure. Yeah. Last night. Um, let's talk about that. What I mean. I don't know that I would necessarily say performed. 
Like, I don't know how accurate that that is. You read nice. I read it. Um, but to be <laughs> fair, I did write it, you know, a couple hours before and was feeling a little bit of pressure to finally you did read put yourself, something. You put yourself in a, in, a, in, a, in a sticky situation. I did. I mean, the thing is, is like, I like challenging myself. So it wasn't about like not wanting to do it ever. It was just, I, I knew I had to like make myself at some point simply because um, otherwise I could just keep making excuses. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't mind being uncomfortable. Like I don't mind like getting in uncomfortable spots and awkward spots simply because like all you can do is grow from it mm -hmm. right and like do better next time it is funny though because i was talking to you know a few people beforehand about reading and how i was a little anxious i'm not a fan of um being in front of people or speaking in front of people yeah. even if i have to do it on a regular basis i just it's not a thing that i do i didn't even think about the difference between getting up there and sharing something like that that I'd written versus when I get up in front of people and talk about like creative catalysts or like mm -hmm. a program or something that I'm I'm running you know which is a totally different totally different thing so yeah it was a little scary I was nervous I think that was apparent what's, what's the difference what what would you say would be easier the sharing about creative catalysts or reading a story that you wrote uh, I think it's easier to talk about like programming okay. that I run yeah, yeah. why I don't know. Maybe it's simply because I've been doing it for so long that I, there's like a level of comfort in talking about it. Like I feel I feel like an expert in it so I can I can talk about it without feeling uncomfortable. And it's fact based. <laughs> it's not. What, wouldn't you consider yourself an expert at your own story? No, I mean, that's true. Like, yes. But I don't even know the last time I wrote anything even resembling a poem mm -hmm. so it's just like a little bit unchartered territory for me which is okay like I'm interested in writing I like it like I love the create I love hearing other people's stories and poems like I get energized by that and so I definitely like get inspired and I do enjoy writing mm -hmm. but i've just never done it in this way before and so it's just it's new yeah. it's all new yeah you did a great job i mean i you was really impressed that. no i i look i probably wouldn't go too deep into how not great of a job you did on a podcast right It'd probably be more of a personal conversation <laughs> let's hope so but i also don't believe in sugarcoating anything you know like i mean that's not how we grow um yeah. I'd, I'd hope that somebody and i've had people come up and, and be like yeah you know wasn't your best work or whatever yeah. the case might be but going back to that you you know you're you're of, of course you're the the only expert in your life story Right. really you know yeah and so and yeah so it, it was cool it was cool to see you know it w it's been fun for me this wordplay cafe because we congratulations by the way because we 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 closed out our summer series mm -hmm. right yeah. now we're taking august off which by the time you hear this will mean nothing to you <laughs> but <laughs> um but we, we we just wrapped we just wrapped up our first year like yeah. legitimately we we kicked off last year in august so oh we did we did yeah yeah so uh august is a horrible month in arizona happy for those anniversary of you, to all our folks listening um elsewhere <laughs> um, <laughs> people outside of arizona are yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course they are um but yeah so congratulations one year um woo -woo. And, and, woo -woo. and in that year two of my closest friends and collaborators uh with with Wordplay Cafe, you and Samuel both read stories. That's within right. That, within that year. Yeah. So shout out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was really good. I was I was excited. Look at you pushing us outside our little boxes. Well, isn't that you know not to kind of get on the high horse of why we created Wordplay Cafe, but that's what it's about. Yeah. You know, like open mics are important, right? They're they are risky because you will get. You know, folks who will come in and uh, just use it as like, you know, a stream of consciousness type of therapeutic. I'm just going to just freestyle 
some blah 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 which you know sometimes works hey it's your world you know what i mean <laughs> do you know just wrap it up b at uh, you know <laughs> three three minutes don't go don't go longer than three minutes on that one but it's important because it, it's a it's a place for you to work your stuff out and that's mm-hmm. what i try to tell people all the time they're like oh but I, I don't know if it's ready. It's like, what do you mean it's ready? Like, this is the place where you work it out. Yeah, you practice. You practice. There's, yeah. There is literally a thing called editing on your feet. Like, writing it is very solitude. It's it's in your head. You're usually kind of, I mean, some people write. They don't even say it out loud. You know, some like I myself, when I write, I say it out loud. Mm-hmm. But that's because I'm used to, to, to speaking and performing. But saying something in front of a room that you wrote, um, is the next step to working out the kinks and that's what an open mic is for you yeah. know like that's what what that's for and so when people are like well i don't know if i'm ready it's like yo this is the place to to do it mm-hmm. so yeah i did kind of feel that last night like even knowing that like i hadn't had a chance to really even say it out loud or practice in any any way but knowing like okay well this can be a good like first first effort and then from here I know the areas that I need to work on a little bit or I need to like emphasize a little bit more or, um maybe go into a little bit more depth mm-hmm. in some spaces yeah and I think that's like it's really hard not to be hard on yourself when you're writing right like you're think. I mean with me I think because I'm around you and so many other really talented writers and performers I get in my head about like oh well so and so like they write with so much more like beauty like there's a lot more yeah. visual and and I is this doing that and it's not and and so it's hard not to like compare but like yeah. that's not really useful necessarily it is it is to a certain extent it's not useful if you let it be crippling right you know if you're like comparing yourself to other people and because you don't think you you know equate to to them then you just you're like i'm not doing this or even trying to like mimic to some extent yeah exactly that's not helpful it's uh you know i don't know i think everyone goes on their their own journey you know like i think i think it's it's just part of human nature to um when you first start out you're going to sound like a lot like the people who inspire you Mm, mm -hmm. especially in performance uh poetry because there is that performative aspect of it Mm -hmm. where you're going to follow a certain cadence or things like that you know and there's nothing wrong with that because the longer you go on the journey the more inspiration you get and before you know it your voice what this is what i think your voice begins to blend with all of the all of these different inspirations Mm -hmm. and becomes uniquely yours right but that doesn't mean that there aren't hints of this person and that person and things like that you know and um and that's that's what it is there's no such thing as a a new idea or a new way to do something Mm -hmm. like that's one of the things that I think is kind of funny about artists sometimes is like they, you know, they're like, no, nah, this is me. This is my style. And it's like, ah, sure, you know, but like, <laughs> come on, we're, we're sponges. We're just, you know, we're soaking up all kinds of different sources of inspiration. And so it's not about, you know, as long as the story is yours, right. it can sound like whatever you want. You know, you know, what's interesting is and for some reason, I can't stop thinking about this as you're talking. Um, there's this whole I think it's called actually false uniqueness. It's this like idea that we're all seeking to be different and unique and that at the end of the day, that's not possible. Right. And so like in an effort for all of us to like strive towards this level of uniqueness we sometimes end up being the same (laughs) and I think that what I so I had I wrote this whole research paper on it because I was very interested in it and um I think one of the things one of the examples that was given was tattoos right like tattoos like oh this means this to me and this is like unique for this reason but at the end of the day like we're all getting tattoos and we're all like 
hoping that it's representative of like our unique experience and our unique self and it is right it is but it's also kind of all lumping us all into one yeah this this butterfly that you have might be unique like you have a unique story and it's unique because it's yours right um but like now you're just like one of you know a hundred million people who have butterfly tattoos right (laughs) (laughs) and in that way you're not unique right? right yeah it's weird you know i i don't because you know i stumbled into to being a creative person uh poetry i still laugh you know that i'm like yeah this is this is me you know i'm an artist and um because it, it, it i was later in life i was 30 and um you know i never identified as an artist before that um and and so i feel that i'm very uh judgmental sometimes of like the really and i don't want to say just i don't know of a better word but like those like really weirdo type super artsy like nobody in the world thinks the way that i think and moves the way (laughs) i'm just like nah like you're just weird but like you're (laughs) still eccentric you're eccentric that's Mm -hmm. the word i was looking for um and, and so I think, like, I just think sometimes uh, creative people uh, think, like, they put themselves on a pedestal sometimes, you know, like, that, that they're something more than other people. I, th- I don't know if I'm saying that right. But, you know, to me, in my experience, it's like, sure, I'm an artist because I, I create art. I'm a creative because I create right art Mm -hmm. but more than any of that i'm just a human being like i'm just trying to like just vibe out with the world and like share my experience with the world but like i don't necessarily feel that i'm any different than the world i may have different opportunities because of certain things but like i don't want to be I don't want to be alone in this like siloed place siloed i think that's where i'm trying to get it's like we silo ourselves Mm. it's like i'm an artist it's like okay (laughs) double thumbs up bruh emoji thumbs up emoji thumbs up it's (laughs) like nah, you're a human you know and you you're very fortunate and you're talented to be able to use art to express your experiences but like don't just calm down a little bit you're still a human being yeah you know i think that i mean from my experience with artists is that there's definitely a unique way of thinking that and of how the brain seems to process things and so yeah artists who are like naturally gifted with creativity are they're fortunate but are they naturally gifted that's, i think that's there the are thing. some that are you don't think that there's like a natural i don't i think that i think that um you know and i'm no expert on child psychology or early development Nature versus nurture. nurture yeah none of that kind of stuff i think that if you uh create a space for a young person who uh his brain is developing right at a rapid pace if you create artistic opportunities for them and i think they'll grow they haven't they have an advantage to say somebody who who didn't have that that opportunity right so i think if you create those spaces but i don't believe that certain people are born with this uh i I think this is the right word this innate gift did i use that right is that the right word innate gift yeah yeah to be more creative or more artistic than somebody else. I don't think that that I think that there's I think it's both. Like I absolutely think that there's a lot to be said about providing like that environment that will inspire and like nurture that, but I also think that there's a natural inherent like gift that some people have to be creative is to be artists. And the reason I say that is because you can see some people who, and I'm gonna use visual art as an example, but we could even talk about you, but I think like visual art, you see someone whose parent 
so my dad is like a very talented artist. He um, can draw anything. He paints. And my brother has that same ability. We didn't grow up with my dad. So it's mm-hmm. not like my dad was around to teach him that. That wasn't a necessarily a part of our upbringing or our environment. But it's a thing that my brother just naturally had. And um, so I, I do think, and he's not the only example. It's just the one that I'm using. Like no, there, that's it. There's a thing, a great right? Point, yeah. But like you even, like you've talked about how you're, and you you might get like embarrassed of this, but like your charisma or your like, <laughs> you're just like your charisma, right? Like mm-hmm. your ability to like be in front of people and speak and, and be really comfortable in that. And that your dad was very charismatic, was he? Wasn't he? Allegedly, I mean that's Allegedly. a legend, right. you know. Like I, I do. Yes, my dad. And maybe he didn't use it for the same reason. And like you're the one that's yeah. choosing to channel that into like an artistic but, path. You know, it's hard. It's a, you're actually yeah. Because now I'm I'm thinking about my own son, for example, um, where he, and I, I mean obviously I'm biased, but um, he's freaking a charmer. Like yeah. he just charms, you know, and. But but is that like is that genetic? Is that like passed down through our DNA, or is that that he is seeing and mimicking me, or you know what I mean? Like I don't know. You actually you actually. But that's you a good, didn't have a chance to mimic your dad, right? You know, but I I didn't I didn't. But but I do I did grow up. My dad wasn't the only person that in my life that was charismatic, right. man. Like a lot of the the older guys. Like I think I think that I became who I became because of the environment in which I was raised. And a lot of the, the older guys in my neighborhood that, you know, that I, that I watched, you know, they were very charismatic and funny and confident and things of that nature, you know? So who knows? Like that's it, that, you know, I guess you're right. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, that's like that. It's an ongoing argument, right? Is that nature versus nurture thing, like whether we're born with something or whether it be given the right circumstances, we're able to develop. And I think that it's It's commonly understood that it's both. Right. Like, yeah. And I mean, they do like twin studies, like not that they actually actually intentionally separate twins, but they find people who are twins who were separated at birth and then later in life like you can see the similarities between them and their personalities and their life choices and they didn't have the same upbringing at all it's like a hundred percent genetic yeah so there's you know but then you can't deny how the impact that nurture can have too yeah i will say this i will say that um i'm an advocate for regardless of 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 how much uh, talent you were born with, um, if, if that's kind of, or like genetically predisposed to being creative or whatever the case might be. One thing that I always tell people is like, um, you still got to bust your ass right. to become the best, right? There, there, there is data out there that says, you know, like in order to become an expert at something, it's like 10,000 hours, you know, that you got to put into it. And sometimes I think, you know, it could work at a disadvantage if if you're like super charismatic or talented as a as a young person because then maybe you don't have to work so hard mm-hmm. you know and like those people that work have to oh excuse me I, <laughs> I just burped and uh i had uh, some chicken flautas for <laughs> lunch oh and all of that just i was like hmm yeah that was good <laughs> that, was, that was really good. Shout At out to Mangoes. A, a good memory and not a like, ooh, oh, that yeah. was a poor choice. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, you got to work hard. That's oh, one thing yeah, I'm, totally. you know, as a father, I feel like my son and, and is is like, yo, he, I, I feel like he's on, he could, he could easily be on the path to like Easy. just skating by on yeah. that, that uh, Stantino suavecito charm <laughs> that <laughs> apparently is like genetic you know <laughs> got them good genes front of the pack son don't have to work hard front of the pack front of the pack yeah i'm a i'm a i believe that uh i believe that i'm not gonna talk about my my beliefs on the uh folks that are straggling at the back of the pack no we should probably not go there <laughs> 
<laughs> that conversation does not need to be documented ever. Really? <laughs> I, I mean, think it's important to have. <laughs> but maybe on uh, not on the the max dime. Probably. A good yeah. Idea. So. Um, Cool. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I listened to this podcast. Uh, his, his name's Bill Burr. You know who Bill Burr is? Mm-hmm. He's funny. I think I saw him when he came here recently. I freaking love that guy, man. But uh, it's like he does like two podcasts a week. Um, Dang. And uh, I'm, ass- I'm assuming he gets paid to do it, right? Because right. he, he does kind of whenever he's like. Rap Chat probably sponsors him. Rap Chat. <laughs> but he's always like, he's like, how much, how much time do, how much time have I done? Fuck. Only 20 minutes. God, I got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was checking our time just to make sure that, uh, you know, we uh, we don't go too long. But it made me think of Bill Burr when he's just like, oh, my God, only 10 minutes. But he's just talking to himself. Oh, my. Yeah. He just he just brings up the craziest things and just talks, talks about his experiences. I feel like you could do that, though. Oh, of course. I couldn't do that. I love the sound of my own voice. You do. I would get in trouble though, cause I'd run, I'd I'd start talking about the back of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might get it. I, you know what? I don't know. I wonder. I wonder sometimes, cause I'll be I'll be honest. Here's a here's a moment of honesty. Yeah, that's not new. I'm not always honest. What? No, fifty percent probably. What? Yeah, because I feel that. It is very terrifying for me to be able to share all of my thoughts with the world because I do believe that my thoughts oftentimes don't fit with the norm, right, of what's popular. And I don't want to be like, you know, especially this day and age, I think that um, if you say the wrong thing, even if you're like working it out, Mm. right, if you say the wrong thing, you will be denounced and like thrown to the wolves um just like that tried you know burned at the stake for saying something you know yeah but that i don't know that kind of needs to be unpacked a little bit because just saying the things out loud that align with the popular norm and choosing to not say out loud the things that might go against that i mean is that really who you are? Like, cause that's no, doesn't sound at I, all it's like not who it I am like. at all. No, no. And I also don't think that that's reality. Like I would argue that you absolutely do not only say the things out loud that align with. You think I don't No. Well, that's cause you and I, we, I mean, it, when it's a conversation between you and I, yeah, you say all the I things. say a very ridiculous things. <laughs> this is true. This <laughs> but is like true. I wouldn't go on the podcast, for example, and, and I wish I wish I could like my one of my goals as I become more established, I think because, you know, from a psychological standpoint, you know, I, I'm very aware that, um, you know, I have to be able to provide for my family, you know, and um, if you say the wrong thing. And it gets, you know, taken out of context or whatever the case might be. And and uh, somebody makes a stink about it. People people lose their jobs all the time. True. You know, I'm yeah, not, and I'm, we're, I mean, we're here. We are at the city, yeah, right? I'm not I'm not I'm not a millionaire. I'm not trust fund like I have a job. This is my job. I'm grateful. But I think that if if somebody were to complain and, you know, it was a maybe an unpopular opinion that I had. Yeah, it scares me. Yeah, no, I get know? that. So it's, I, mean, I don't think it helps society. Yeah. You know, because basically it's just like people agreeing with each other, all lumped in with their, their team and the other team. And they're just like, everybody's just agreeing with each other and then, and then fighting with the other people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, that doesn't look like progress. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nor does it seem to actually represent, like, reality of how people think, right? No. I mean, because, like, yes, there's probably a good amount of people who choose to align with, like, one version of thinking versus, like, one other alternative version of thinking. But in the real world, there's, like, a million different ways of thinking about something. And that assumes that there's just these two ways of thinking and that we all just decide that 
and agree that, yeah, there's only two ways to think about this, which isn't real. Like that's not yeah. real life. It's just how real life is like portrayed to us via all of the avenues that we access that information. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it isn't. It's, it's very interesting because things are so polarized and you can't like, for example, and this is just an example. These, these are not my views, nor are they the views of the Mesa art center. But um, let's say if you were a conservative person, right? And, um, but you were also pro-choice, right? Can you be both? Like if you were, you should be. Right, you should be allowed to be whatever you want. Exactly, but are, but like. In, but in, conservatives would be like, you're not a conservative. Exactly, right? right? And it's like, well, exactly, I'm not a conservative. Maybe I'm, I lean a little more to the conservative side, but in this particular instance, I'm like, and that's called compromise, right? And so not to just pick on the conservatives, because I think that's, those are, you know, sometimes easy targets, depending on what side of the aisle you're on. But like, let's say you're a, a, a liberal, right? You're like a liberal person. And for example, um, once again, not the views of the Mesa Art Center, um, but definitely something that I've been uh, battling with is I don't believe in any world children, regardless of the circumstances of how they end up in 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 the, in America, should be separated from their parents. I don't care what 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 you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Find another way because that, that's just it's just an inhumane way to do things. Um, but I also wrestle with the often left-leaning idea that it's like borders don't exist or just open borders mm-hmm. i don't i don't think that's the right idea either mm-hmm. like you know what i well, mean it's like, more complex than that like as is everything way more right? complex like it's you know? not it's th- we try to talk about things and honestly we're told to talk about things and think about things in this like very simplistic way right like binary you either allow children to stay with their parents or you don't like that's right like is that really like what the options are because i'm pretty sure that there's a much more complicated version of talking about the immigration challenges the border challenges the you know the way that they're choosing to handle that situation like it's not that i don't know about you but i couldn't listen to that um, audio that was going around of the kids crying with the separation like i couldn't even do it yeah no it's um i mean in in, to be fully transparent like my my wife and i we who my my wife is first generation her parents are not even uh they're not i hate using the word illegal but they're not undocumented but they're they have residence status Mm -hmm. so they're not even citizens so this this hits really close to home for us you know yeah, same and Auggie's uh, yeah, parents yeah. Too, yep. and uh and and we we shed some tears you know one night trying to talk about it you know and 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 we my wife and i we have a very like we have real conversations you know we don't we know that the answer isn't just like just open it up let everybody in right. you know like I, I don't know that that's not the answer right, right. i like just it's don't it's not my house yeah i'm not in charge of like if I was in charge of the American budget and I had however much the American budget was and I'm like, all right, well, let's let's figure out how much goes here and how much goes. There. If I was in charge, I, you know, I I think I would try to figure it out. Yeah, but I'm not, yeah. you know, but I also know that. Just common sense is like, well, you, it's so I saw this meme the other day, man, we're going <laughs> down. Dang, we're going down this hole. <laughs> Um, I don't know if we should. I don't know that we should either. No, we should because this is, you know what? This is like you said, like what we need to have these conversations in a way where we are opening ourselves up to hear other ideas and to maybe work towards, um, you know, a resolution. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I hope. That's my goal. And, and bringing it back, if you really want to sh- stretch it and try to t- tie it into Wordplay Cafe. That's the idea. We right. want a space where we can have all kinds of folks come together and engage in dialogue. And dialogue means that you're listening and you are willing. If if somebody brings up a point that maybe you hadn't thought of, 
you are willing to change your stance on something. I, I burped again. <laughs> Man, those flautas were delicious. <laughs> but you're willing to, to move the needle of where you are, um, even if it doesn't align with with where what with what tribe you are affiliated mm-hmm. with, right? But um, anyways, it's, the meme was like something. It was like, it was funny. It was actually hilarious. Um, but basically, the the punchline was like, I don't believe borders don't exist. So there, and it's like, no, they do. They do. <laughs> they do exist. That like was I like, mean, that was it. That was a meme. Yeah, it was like somebody. So basically, it was like somebody at the top. You know, memes or pictures, right? So right. somebody at the top uh, was like basically saying like. Uh, if you don't want to be separated from your family, like don't cross the border illegally, you know, which I think is a horrible, like my, my opinion, that's horrible. It's like, we need to figure out a better way. Yeah. And the bottom was like this, like really sassy, like little girl, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? She had this like sassy girl face and she's like, well, actually borders don't even exist. So there, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) And I was like, and, and, and what a polarizing way to look at what is actually happening you got Mm -hmm. one side that's like saying some ridiculous stuff right and then the other side's response is like ridiculous just as ridiculous (laughs) it's like no they do exist right they exist i don't i'm not saying in an idealistic world should they not exist of course right and if you want to go down the history of 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 america like sure stolen land absolutely no denying that you know what i mean But how do we like think about where we are now? And it's like, okay, like they do exist. Right. Um, And in some ways they're ideally they're there to protect us, to protect things. Right. I I think, I think that's the conversation. I always think about it in the metaphor of my house, Mm. right? You own a home, Mm -hmm. right? Dude, my house is a, is a microcosm of, of the United States. I would love for everyone to come who doesn't have a home <laughs> to come to my home. I really wouldn't love it, right? No, you wouldn't. You know what I mean? But like com- the compassionate person in me is like, of course. Mm-hmm. Like I hate to see people struggling. I hate it, mm-hmm. right? So the compassionate side of me is like, all right, I would love for everyone to come in, right? But the reality is, is I only have so much resources and space in in my home to take care of what i can take care of and that's the microcosm that's that's my existence right um so how do i then use my my uh, resources and things like that to maybe i can't invite them all into my home but how do i try to help as many people as i can right and i don't know that that's not happening what I do know is happening is that people are just like going ham on each side and they're just like yelling at each other. Nobody's listening. And they're what's, wait, what's going ham? Ham is, <laughs> I think we can, we could, uh, we can uh, look it up, but I think <laughs> ham is hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I think going like ham. they're going ham. Okay. Like, I'm so I was glad in the I club asked. going ham, like hard as a motherfucker. I okay. think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Both so sides like, are going ham. Both sides are going hard as a mother lover, and nobody's listening, and they're all just just saying crazy things. There's so many. There's so many ways that we could go from here. We could. But I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to maybe go those ways, like post podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah welcome to tj's corner (laughs) (laughs) just Uh, because it's more rabbit holes because like it is you know my my response would just take us down like another so so let's talk solutions then like let's put it in the context of why we're doing the podcast why we're doing wordplay cafe like um what what is a solution that you think right on a small scale like you're not like you're not the president of the world i'm not you know not yet you could be you mm. should be for Working sure i i rock this podcast is gonna be i am the with her i don't get there i'm with her <laughs> and when i mean her i mean jen gustello jen uh massive gustello <laughs> <laughs> but in your small world <laughs> that's disrespectful i didn't mean to say that in your in your in your in your tiny world 
Um, what do you think is the solution? <laughs> to the children and the immigration? No, 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 no. Okay, because no, no, I don't have a solution no, to that. No, no, no. that's the solution to, to what? To like, how do we, how do we create, how do we, how do we, how do we try to come together? Like, how do we try to have civil discourse Gosh, and come man. together? So that is kind of where I would In go. your world, though. In, in my your world, world. In my, so I, this is, we're going to go down another direction kind of entirely. So I've been um, working on a program that yeah. we're looking to develop. God, well, uh, our minds are connected. This I was throwing you a lob, and it's about time you caught it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? After your little my soapbox? Solilo- <laughs> my little soliloquy? Is that what that was? I don't know. Um, I don't know what that means. Me I'm, neither. I mean, we're just really revealing ourselves right now in our lack of actual vocabulary. <laughs> I think a so- soliloquy is like a, it's like a soapbox type yeah. of thing. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I'm gonna look it up while you talk about the okay. hashtag collective. The collective. So, so I've been spending a lot of my time at work and otherwise thinking about this program. So, the collective, just to briefly, I can't spell soliloquy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was wondering how you're gonna pull that off. I can't. Sorry, I tried. I was like, not even the choices. You know, how you can like start to almost spell it, and they'll like you'll find it in maybe like Google. We, maybe we can like have someone who's smarter than us like look it up, and we'll just. I mean, I can in, do like, the, the voice. I didn't want to interrupt you, but now that I did, let's just let's do this really quick. Hold on, just so that I know. And then soliloquy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so wow, I was not even close to spelling that right. An act of speaking one's thought aloud when by oneself or regardless of any hearers, especially by a character in a play. Oh, my God. That's that was so what I was doing. <laughs> All uh, right. Go ahead. OK. So the collective. So Creative Catalyst, we've existed for three plus years. Mm-hmm. There's like very heavy community driven efforts happening there. And um, the collective is a leadership program that sort of. Um, builds off of everything we've been doing with Creative Catalyst for the past few years. And it's leadership using creativity as a tool to learn leadership skills and using um, kind of arts practices and creative practices to demonstrate and explore those skills and put them into practice. And there's a lot more to be said about it, but it's a really, it's a program that I'm super excited about, but it's also draining my brain right now because it's um, just a pretty heavy amount of it's work. massive it's big it's massive no pun intended <laughs> it is massive um but part of it is you know we're talking about the sessions and what these sessions will focus on and the different topics and you know it's it's kind of typical things what's leadership what's creativity um failure and creative problem solving and all of the things that you might think of but then there's also this idea of mindfulness mm-hmm. and so um in an effort to make sure that we're being super super thoughtful about what we're teaching and how it all comes together and how it's cohesive um been doing some research on what mindfulness is and how what the effects of it are and how um it can be like an incredibly effective tool like as a leader right Mm -hmm. and the thing about mindfulness is it's almost synonymous with meditation. Yeah. Did you did you know this already? Yeah, please. You my wa- my wife's a bruja, so okay. I know all about <laughs> mindfulness and sage and okay. stones. And so, I mean like I'm aware eye. of mind- mindfulness as like a strategy for like therapy and cognitive practice and you know just because of my background, but uh, mindfulness and meditation in this particular context is to me it's exciting because it's it feels relatively unique i mean i know it's not like a new thing that's being talked about in relation to leadership or in relation to business and whatnot but it is um it isn't a widespread thing that's happening in that world i don't i don't think as far as i know and so I can't wait to share with you as you're talking and we've talked a lot about this, but something just popped in my mind. They were actual rap lyrics. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I won't forget it. So don't worry. Keep going. You, you know that people are going to be curious. All of the 12 people that are listening to this. Whoa, 12,000. <laughs> 12, Thank I was you to say, all our folks over ambitious. over in Europe. 
We appreciate it. Nobody can be listening to it yet because we haven't even launched it. This so. is very true. But we will. Very We're going to speak into existence the world that you want to have. 12,000 right. listeners within the first month. <laughs> uh, the first month. 1,500 of those 12,000 are in Europe. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're right. Mindfulness, right, as a, as a, as a practice of meditation and business oftentimes in my opinion don't go hand in hand because as these are this is where the rap lyrics are going to come okay. in um in business you keep your mind on your money and your money on your mind right <laughs> okay. and if you keep your <laughs> if you keep your mind on your those money are the lyrics that you just brought up well yeah right because i think about business money right mm-hmm. one of the main mm-hmm. goals of a business for most people is to make money oh that's hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. Have we been talking that long? We have. Holy moly. Yeah. For those of you who are listening, all 12,000 of you, 1,500 in Europe, um, we have... Uh, exceeded. Well, we haven't <laughs> exceeded. We just... Jen and I, our, our good buddy, Samuel Pena... Uh, is in Canada right now. With the Enya. Pena with the Enya is in Canada. He's our like our he's our uh, audio engineer guru. We have no idea. We're just look. We're just the faces of this podcast. The face. <laughs> 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 we're, we're literally just the faces of the podcast, um, which doesn't say much because you can't see our faces. <laughs> <laughs> but Samuel has set it up for us so that we can just plug and play. And uh, we have an intro, we have an outro, and all that beautiful stuff. And what you all possibly just heard, we don't even know, because we we don't even know if this is gonna make it live. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're sort of if winging it, does, it right now. Yeah, we're we're totally winging it. Um, but what what you all possibly just heard was our outro music, which is just you know it's just st- strategically placed at a certain certain place in in our plug and play. Which basically just means we should have wrapped. That's like our wrap it up B. (laughs) It's our wrap it up B. But a little bit of like notice would have been good, so we could legitimately like wrap it up. Well, that was my job. That I should have been paying attention. But the good thing about the the software is that we can just drag the outro music to where we actually end, and 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 you'll never even know. Um, But uh, side note so that we can make this as interesting and, and beautiful as possible is we should get that wrap it up B and just place it, mm-hmm. it at a certain point. We should. So that if smart. you're like really going in, if you're going ham yeah. right on the you're podcast, <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. Cause once you hear that wrap it up B, you're like, Oh, well our listeners probably don't want to listen anymore. Cause Let's it's been, it up, it's been an hour mm-hmm. and you should wrap it up B. Um, but anyways, I don't know. Is it, does that mean are we done? Should we be done? Um, I think you're talking about mindfulness, right? Yeah, and, and you were saying mind on my money, money on my mind. But yeah, I mean, I guess to kind of like tie that portion yeah. up, like, yeah, I agree. But in like the little bit of research that I did, it seems like mindfulness training has become. Oh my god! I am <laughs> killing the game over here. um there's a handful of big businesses who do find value in it tomas is just like silently cracking can i over here can i get a gas x or what oh you're ruining my plug right now go i'm (laughs) so sorry sorry. there's a lot of businesses uh okay so there was like this forbes article that i sent to you but it specifically called out like Google and Bank of America and um, about how they are intentionally incorporating like this mindfulness training to their employees. And so there is legitimate practices going on where we're marrying business and meditation or business and mindfulness. Right. And so incorporating it into this leadership training is exciting, but also has to be done in a way that isn't going to freak our participants out. Yeah. Where they're not going to be like, what is this like funky Hippie yogi dippy, guru yeah. shit mm-hmm. that you're doing? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I still think it can be super valuable and exciting and 
you know, I started e- reading a few books on it and just to kind of like better prepare. And we know we have some connections with people who teach this stuff. And mm-hmm. um, it's just making sure that we uh, we do it in an accessible way to someone who doesn't automatically think of themselves as, you know, that type of a I'm not that type of person. Yeah, but it's not really that's not really what it's about. Right. And like kind of that's kind of the point. And like to bring it back to what your question was, which was in your tiny world, like how would you bring mm-hmm. us all together? Yep. And I think that like mindfulness, like one of the things about just that philosophy is this idea that we're um, non-judgmental and very present and um, and that that alone is like a recipe for acceptance and kindness and compassion and like all of these things that it takes to be I mean I think of how we're raising our kids right like we just want them to be good humans Mm -hmm. we just want them to be nice humans and like you know there's lots of other stuff we're we're tying in there too that's important but at the end of the day if we raise good nice humans like that's a success right yeah and so let's just go back to those basics as people yeah I think no you're absolutely right and and I think what I also appreciate and and you didn't necessarily touch on this but I think it's it's super important is we had a conversation the other day about um diversity equity and inclusion which is Mm -hmm. very important right there's Mm -hmm. a lot there's a large movement and rightfully so of people that are out there that are educating people on what is diversity what is equity what is inclusion how do we incorporate those practices into our into our business into our lives and things like that and uh what we talked about is how do we marry the the diversity equity inclusion with mindfulness because in, in a way it is it's like okay like if you don't know what what diversity equity inclusion is here's what it is Mm -hmm. right but now that you know how do you take this very important information and you marry it with a mindful practice Mm -hmm. right and 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 not even trying to be like short about it but like if you can do that then you'll just be a better person right right like not trying to like short change that conversation because that conversation is very important the diversity equity inclusion conversation is like super valuable and needs to be talked about in all contexts right Mm -hmm. but like you said like marrying it with mindfulness allows for it to be approached in this way that comes from this like kind of I don't even know how to say it. I, for some reason, the, the word that's coming to my mind is warm. Like this yeah. warm place, like yeah. this like heartfelt place, because that's what it should be, right? So it, it's like, bringing folks together instead of pushing folks yeah, apart. Yeah, creating like divisions. Yeah, and, right? and that, and that, you know, I agree. I, I, I think, you know, even though that wasn't scripted, but that was kind of the lob, because we right. did, we went down a rabbit hole. And, we did. You know, which is important. I don't regret it. Um, <laughs> but tying it back to what we're doing here and and more specifically what you're really uh, uh taking on in 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 a, in a major leadership role with the collective i think is, is super important and so on that note uh the collective when does it when does it officially launch it launch launches um the first se- session will be january 26th but we are launching the actual application mm-hmm. in um end of september the there's a little bit of information about it up on the website right now um the full website with all of our instructors and all of the information will be up uh september yeah 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 and then lots of things from there it's exciting nice that's Mm -hmm. yeah i'm I'm really excited for it i think that uh this is important you know this is a a very important thing uh i said the other day i'm proud of you i think what you're doing is is important and how you're juggling everything and i mean you're you're a baby mama this is true you got two two of them one's a legit baby one is a legit baby eight and a half months she's gorgeous and the pearl is like perla uh opal is killing the game oh yeah she for those of you who uh care uh before we started this <laughs> podcast jen showed me a video of opal who is what three and a half three, three and, and a half, quarter yeah. uh singing a song in spanish and uh it was it was mostly n- non-words <laughs> mostly gibberish <laughs> mostly but gibberish. she was claiming it was spanish but it was and there was definitely spanish in there yeah she said canto and then when when jen tried to sing along in legit spanish mm-hmm. opal was like no nah, that's, that's you're not, not that's, that's not, not it. spanish mom you're not doing it right mom <laughs> so stupid (laughs) 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 all right folks we've uh 
We've talked long enough. Yeah. We appreciate you, Jen. Hopefully, when Samuel Pena with the Enya gets back and checks, <laughs> he's gonna be so mad. Whether to edit this, I know, I know. <laughs> but we might have just officially recorded the first TJ, TJ's corner. TJ's corner. <laughs> TJ's corner. TJ's corner. <laughs> uh, I'm proud of you. Uh, congratulations last night for uh, rocking the mic for the Thank first you. time Thank and the collective. And uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, next week. Word. Cool. Thanks. Peace. Thank you for joining us at Wordplay Cafe, the podcast. You can find us on the World Wide Web at Creative Catalyst AZ on both Instagram and on Facebook. And you can see what's happening next on MesaArtsCenter.com forward slash Wordplay Cafe. You can follow me, Tomas J. Stenton, at Bird City Poet on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Sleepless and AZ. And lastly, thank you to the Mesa Art Center and Cider Core. Peace. <laughs>